Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Well, alrighty then. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry of the Western Collegiate Hockey League. On the other end of the line is my very best friend in all the world, the GM for Oklahoma Hockey and the ice maker extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center, Andrew Majorkirth. Say hello to the masses. Uh, check one, two, check one, two. Am, are we live? Have you hit record yet? You're a jerk. Yes, oh. yes, we're recording. We're a minute oh, seven into this well, thing. Then. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, this is an emergency podcast. Uh, emergency. We just we just got through with the uh, quarterfinal games on Sunday evening uh, here at the ACHA Men's Division One National Championships, and we figured uh, let's hop on the line really quick and give a quick rundown of the twelve games that we've seen so far, and some commentary on some other stuff. And uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get to it. You ready to do it, Andrew? I am ready to we, do it. We won't talk about your picks because uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you had day one nailed, but day two and day three kind of went went by the wayside. Yeah, a little went a little wonky on me. Here we go. Day one was a was, was should have been just called blowout day. Yeah, uh, that, Liberty. There was, much, there was not much hockey being played on that day. No, no. Well, at least by four teams there were. The other four, yikes. Yeah, yikes. Yikes. Uh, Liberty blew out Maryville nine to nothing. Uh, in the first game of the day, Lindenwood took care of the sacrificial Griffins. Boy, I was, you know, I was joking about that, that they were the sacrificial Griffins, but man, Lindenwood showed them no mercy, 10 to nothing. Yes. yes. The close, yeah. yeah, the closest game of the day was the next one, Robert Morris and Davenport. That's kind of the one that everybody kind of had earmarked for the, for the day. Yeah. And that was a five to one win for Robert Morris, surprisingly with, uh, an empty net goal. Yep. And then, oh boy, if we thought Lindawood Canisius was bad, man, Adrian yeah. laid the wood to McKendry, fifteen yeah. to one. How about that nightcapper? They uh, oh. Adrian came to play. Adrian came to play is right. So two teams from the B conference, Maryville and McKendry, are out. And I mean, what can you say? Uh, yeah, it's so. There's going to be a going to be a little bit of a growing theme here for the podcast, and that's with Adrian. You know. Liberty, they kind of got off to a slow start with Maryville in the first period. Mm-hmm. Lindenwood kind of jumped on on Kinesis pretty quick. The uh, but Adrian, they showed up to play. Yeah, yeah, and, and oh. they had their foot on the gas from the from that opening puck drop, and they did not look back. The, yeah, they were scoring goals in the third period. Yeah, yes, they were. They were here to play, and there was stop us if you can. Wow. So that was ugly. I heard a little bit about it from the, since I've been the commissioner of the B conference. I've also heard a little bit about it from those uh, those guys, at least one of those guys. So um, they weren't too thrilled to be on the receiving end of uh, of an absolute tail whipping. But what can you do? Hey, I think we I think we've all been there, haven't we? We we have, and it's a, it's a growth thing. But um, it's you know you see it from 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 afar with some perspective. You don't see it in the immediate here and now. So uh, yeah. They'll see. Yeah. They'll see it in a couple of weeks. Um, yep. but right now, it hurts. Their butt yeah, hurts. We, yeah, we. Uh, you know, you and I sat together and watched the the Maryville Liberty game, and after one, it was 
still knotted up at zeros and we were both sitting there hey you know Mary, maryville's got this they're, uh, they're in this thing you yeah. know and then coach handy there at liberty he he must have said some magical words in the locker room because those boys came out on fire and yeah they in did the second and just laid it on them and didn't look back five goals in the middle period four in the in the last yeah. frame oh my gosh and hey let's give uh while we're talking about your b conference i mean yeah the Maryville goalie, Ed Coffey. I mean, the kid stood on his head for the most part. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think you're probably scoffing when you hear a nine nothing game. And you're like, oh, the kid couldn't have stood on his head, but he 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 certainly did. It could have been way worse, in my opinion. Could have been way worse. Is right. Could have been way worse. Hey, the next day we had the uh, I think had the probably the two best games of of the tournament so far. Well. They had the, definitely had the two best games of Saturday. Um, Ohio and Missouri State. This was the matchup, Andrew, that you were looking for. <laughs> yes, it was. And Ohio jumped out to a kind of a decent little lead, and Missouri State hung with them, showed some character, showed some moxie, didn't quit. Yep. And uh, tied the game up four to four, only to have their hearts broken with 26 seconds left in the game. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ugh. Ohio slapper from the top of the circles right between the circles found the, found its way past uh, Brady Griffin. And yeah. that was all she wrote five to four Ohio beats Missouri state and crushes yeah, I mean, the Western collegiate hockey league's dreams for this year. They were, you know, Ohio out shooting them two to one Brady Griffin kept a minute. Yep. Like, and like you said, the kids, they never quit. They never gave up. They, they played hard and uh, you know, Ohio, Ohio just, Got lucky. That's what you can, you know, sometimes it happens, you know? That's right. The bounces sometimes go your way. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. But hey, you know, I thought it was a great showing by Missouri State. And, uh, you know, I kind of thought it was just kind of a ho-hum what we'd expected to see out of Ohio. You know, they just kind of let Missouri State, you know, they buried them at first. And then they let them just hang around and keep chiseling away and coming back. And Ohio just kind of laid over there for a little bit and a little bit of back and forth and, like I said, they got they got lucky, and that's it. Yeah, Ohio. I didn't think was uh, all that impressive. They, um, no. I mean, they they outshot uh, Missouri State two to one, and still had to you know had to beat them on a goal with twenty six seconds left. So yeah, they were yeah. Like I said, two to one on the shots. They should have they should have had that game by three or four goals. Yeah. Easily. Yeah, there was a Easily. big there was a size difference, there was a speed difference, but uh there wasn't a heart difference and uh nope. Missouri State uh I, I thought showed a lot more character uh than, than Ohio did. So Yeah, totally, totally. It, Missouri State's top line with Josh Bell and you know, those that that line came to play and uh Yep. Yeah, nothing to hang their heads about on that one. Nope. 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 That was uh that was the best game of the day. Um, the next game of the day was kind of a, a little bit of a, a made us uh, squeak our bum here a little bit because it was a two to one oh Minot State win over Calvin. It was two to nothing, and then Calvin scores late to uh, get everybody puckered up a little bit. We almost we almost had a uh, we almost had a game at eleven fifty nine, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we we almost did. That would have been terrible. Uh, but Minot State pulls it out two to one over uh, over the Knights of Calvin. And then uh, the next game of the day, I thought the next game of the day was the most surprising game because we expected you, in fact, you had picked Jamestown to beat Indiana Tech. I did. And um, as it turns out, it was, uh, the final score was four to nothing, Indiana Tech over Jamestown. Now, granted, Indiana Tech got two empty net goals, but Jamestown just looked lethargic. They looked like there was nothing going on there. And Indiana Tech at least had a little bit of life. 
Uh, yeah, I was totally blindsided by that. You know, I kind of, I was kind of hanging my hat on the fact that Jamestown is sitting here playing Minot all season, and so playing a tough team. And uh, Indiana Tech's played some decent stuff, but nothing. You know, they're not playing Minot night in and night out like Jamestown. Right. And I thought, uh, you know, that's kind of what I was going off of. I thought Jamestown would be a little bit more seasoned, a little bit more. Uh, have a little bit more moxie about them, but they didn't, did they? No, no, just really, really just disappointing with that, with that showing. And then the final game of the day, uh, you called it Iowa state just, uh, wore down Aquinas. Um, it was a three to three game, uh, in the, going into the third period and you're thinking, okay, maybe we're going to get some overtime. And then, uh, Iowa state scoring shows up and they get two goals Yep, and, uh, take it away five to three. Five to three. How about that? Yeah, typical, uh, you know, low-scoring Iowa State, and then they they found a little bit of offense to to finish out the third period there, right? Yep, yep. So good for them. So yep. that set up one heck of a quarterfinals day earlier today on Sunday, and it's the reason why we're here today. Uh, we had uh, the four matchups were uh, the early game was Liberty versus Ohio, followed by the heavyweight matchup we th- we thought was going to happen, Lindenwood and Minot State. Then we had Robert Morris, number two, taking on Indiana Tech, and uh, the nightcap was fall, was an Adrian Iowa State affair. And uh, boy, the first in the uh, the bookends, the first and the last games were just absolute blowouts. They got they got ugly, didn't they? They did. They did. Liberty smokes Ohio ten to two. Yep. Yep. Here here we are again, Ohio Liberty, and, and same results. It was the ninth time they played all season long. Ohio's beaten Liberty once. Yeah, and you know, I, I remember Andrew when Oklahoma played Central Oklahoma six or eight times in the regular season, and we beat them. I mean, Oklahoma just handled them. I yeah. think I think we might have come close once. It might have had to go to a shootout or something late once during those six or eight wins, and then we were matched up in Chicago um against central oklahoma which was kind of maddening we were 20 minutes away from one another we got to travel all the way to chicago to play to play play them again and damned if central oklahoma doesn't win and beat oklahoma in double overtime uh when it matters when it mattered the most and so you're thinking okay ohio's played liberty you know eight times they've only won one but everyone you know this way you play the game you know you got a fighting chance yeah, everybody's watching. Here it is. Here's your time to shine, right? Yeah, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. No. Didn't no. happen. The, it, it was U-G-L-Y. Ohio had no alibi. That That is 100% right. Ooh. That is 100%. I'm going to I'm gonna throw it out right here, right now, that the Ohio's season ranking was way out of whack. <laughs> well, Andrew, uh, stop the presses. Andrew, <laughs> yeah. Andrew complains about Ohio's ranking. Stop the yeah. presses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> way, way out of whack. And, this, and I think this just goes to show it, right? Yeah, well, it uh, goes to show that they were based uh, up there based on their uh, strength of schedule. So, yeah. Their true colors was shown out today, that's for sure. Uh, hey, the next game was uh, the heavyweight matchup. Ooh, boy, 0-0 going uh, into the game, into the third period. Minot State and Lindenwood, and boy, the game was got uh, got a little chippy. You could tell Lindenwood was a little bit frustrated because uh, things weren't going their way. And uh, Minot State comes out with a 2-1 to victory. They get two goals in the middle of the third period. Lindenwood gets a goal late off of a Finnegan, a nice little Finnegan score. And uh, Minot holds off hey. Lindenwood. So the big, hey. the, the fighting Zombos are gone. Minot, Minot knows how to play Lindenwood. 
The uh, yep. it's no it's no secret if you clog the middle and slow them down, you're you can you got a chance against them. They Linwood just got so frustrated throughout the whole game. Yeah, yeah. You know, you watch them like when they on thir- or, uh, Friday when they played Kinesius. You know, it was just stretch pass after stretch pass after stretch pass right up the middle. You know, f- speed, flow, the whole nine yards just rolling. And then uh, Minot rolls in and they say, "Whoa, time out a second. We're not we're not doing that today." You yeah, know, we're gonna and, uh, we're gonna make you work. Yep, yeah, clog the clog the middle and and make them work to the outside and make them move the puck and and get there. And yeah, as you saw, they got frustrated and. Off their game and bam, took a loss. See you later, boys. Yeah, wow, wow. So, uh, so Minot State moves on. The defending national champ moves on to the semifinals. The next game was Indiana Tech and Robert Morris, and uh, this one looked kind of interesting. Indiana Tech jumped out to an early lead, then Robert Morris comes back with three goals to take a three to one lead. And you're thinking, man, maybe Robert Morris is for real. And then Indiana Tech just brought it. They just they, kept coming and coming and coming. In Robert Morris, it looked it looked to me like the gas tank finally hit empty on Robert Morris's season. Yeah, because uh, it was it was I think it was four to three going into the third period. Indiana Tech, and then they got two goals, one of them an empty netter. But uh, Robert Morris, that third that 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 first Andrew, that first period was a zero zero period. Yes, and it was just boring. Nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. It looked. Like, I mean, I wanted to take a nap since the two teams were yeah. taking a nap. Yeah, just watching paint dry. Yeah, and then they decided to score, what four or five goals in the. Uh, uh, it, no, they scored seven goals in yeah, the uh, seven, yeah. in, in the second period, and it just looked like uh, you know it's 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 kind of like when you have referees. So, you know, they call it tight sometimes, and and then they call it the next period. They call it they let it go loose. You so you don't know what you're going to get in the third period. So we had a sleeper. We had a really scoring affair in the second period. What's the third going to be like? And it turned out to be a sleeper. Yep. Um, Indiana Tech just rolled. Robert Morris was out of gas. Six to two. Robert Morris number two goes down. Six to yeah. three. I'm sorry. Yeah, six three. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be playing Indiana Tech because I think uh, those boys came to play. Yeah, yeah. They're a little physical and they uh, they're, they're not flashy at all. But boy, they they nope. get the job done. But hey, as as we've seen, you don't have to be flashy because uh, the flashiest team out of out of the whole group is headed back to St. Louis, <laughs> headed back home tonight, right? That's the Lindenwood. truth. That's the they're, truth. They're flashy, and see you later. And then uh, then you get the big monster tonight. Adrian just absolutely dominated Iowa State. Ten yeah, to ten was, to two is the final, and it wasn't even that close. That that game was over in the first five minutes. I think Adrian scored twenty seconds into the game. And, uh, I mean, it was, then, uh, no, no, yeah. I'm sorry. Liberty scored 20 seconds into the game against Ohio. That's what it was. And then, but Adrian scored early on, like a minute and a half. And it was yeah, just, the route scored. was on. Yeah. What'd they do? Three goals in the first five minutes. I yeah. What did I, what did I say a few minutes ago? They, they show up with their foot on the gas, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Here, here we are again, right? Yep. So it sets up, uh, national semifinals tomorrow in the afternoon at three 30, uh, our time. We're going to have uh, 3.30 Central Time. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not thinking that we're having more than 18 listeners here on the podcast. Um, it sets up a matchup between number one, Adrian, and number seven, Indiana Tech. I believe those two teams have met previously in the season. Um, in fact, while we're talking, I'm going to go look to uh, see. But uh, So that'll be, that'll be the first game. And then the, uh, the, the second game, the nightcap, will be Liberty against Minot State. 
That's going to be another heavy hitter right there. Yeah, it will be, won't it? It's just yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, we'll see if, because, uh, you know, it might not. They kind of play a, you know, they kind of grind it out and, and wear, you, wear you down and beat you up and, and take your will to live away, and then they score a couple <laughs> goals on you, you know? And you made so, it sound awful. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, we'll see if they can do that same thing to Liberty again on uh, Monday night and see uh, see what happens, you know? Yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. I wouldn't. I mean, you know, you might say this a lot, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be in Liberty shoes, sitting there having to play those guys, you know, because you know what you're gonna you're getting ready to be in for a sixty minute war, you know. Well, you know, we 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 talked about that. It's um, it's just kind of you just said earlier. I don't want to be the team that plays Indiana Tech. Well, that's Adrian. Yep. Right. And then you're thinking, well, Lindawood didn't, you know, they didn't fare too well today against Minot. Um, and, and they took care of Lindawood's high flying affair. Maybe, uh, you know, who's to, who's to say that Minot can't do it again tomorrow yep. with, uh, with, uh, with Liberty's high flying offense. Just yeah, crazy. No, yeah, no, totally. I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to be Adrian playing Indiana tech and I wouldn't want to be Liberty playing Minot. That's for sure. Here I'm looking online here. It looks like Adrian and Indiana Tech played three times in the season. The first game was, let's see here. What was the final outcome here? Oh, nine to nothing, Adrian. Ooh, that was game one. That was at Adrian College. So then they met later on and, whoops, I hit the wrong button there. Sorry about that. They, then they played down in uh, Fort Wayne. These were games that were played in January. And so the uh, the next it was nine to nothing up there at Adrian, and then the next night was a three to one Adrian win, but it was at Indiana Tech. And then they met one more time. Whoop! I take it back. They met, uh, yeah, one more time, and it looks like they met um, uh, at Adrian again, and that was in late January. And that game was four to one Adrian. So, it's, so they were competitive. The first one was a blowout, yeah. but then it was after that it was three one four one. So it looks like Adrian has has a three and zero record against Indiana Tech this season. Uh, let me see if they've played them anymore, anymore, anymore. I don't see anymore. Nope. There we go. So there, you know, maybe maybe lightning will strike tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, you know I'm just sitting here looking at uh, the polling from uh, the little uh, ACHA bracketology that we did. Uh oh. And Adrian has 138 votes to Indiana Tech's three for tomorrow's game. <laughs> and and everybody is is taking liberty over Minot wow. tomorrow. So we'll, we, we will see. We will see. Well, and you, you gotta, you got to believe. I mean, those are two... Those are two really good teams, but two different styles of offenses. Um, yes. Adrian's kind of a high-flying. They, they work hard, but they've got a lot of skill, a lot of passing skill. Yes. Indiana Tech just grinds. And grinds and grinds some more. Yep. Liberty is a, Liberty is definitely a high-flying uh, uh, high affair. Uh, in Minot State just is, you know, workmanlike. Kids out yep. of Western Canada that just uh, grind it out. So yep, they just sit there and work it. Should be uh, should be two good games tomorrow, Andrew. Let's um, you know what here. I'm going to see. I have been recording, so I want you to know that. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just as a reminder. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's listen to the horn and then uh, do uh, our, our little uh, do hear something else and then let's talk about uh, what we've seen or, or other observations. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. 
as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All righty, Andrew. Um, you've watched a little bit of the broadcast. I've watched a little bit of the broadcast. Um, I've watched I, a lot of it on mute. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. I, I'm, this is not ragging on the broadcast because I'm glad that they're doing it. Okay. Yes. Um, it's better than nothing, and it's better than uh, what we've had in, in years past, where we didn't have any broadcasts. Um, but go ahead and let's just give. Uh, you, what, what's your what? Go ahead and I'll I'll just open the floor. You talk about whatever you want to talk about. So there's a couple of irritating things with the broadcast and uh, <laughs> e- easy easy fixes in my opinion. Let's the, hear it. Uh, so if you watch the scoring ribbon across the top, the clock runs when the play is stopped. It's stopped when the play is going. If you look at if you get a view of the camera on the scoreboard, it's always thirty seconds off. You know, give or take a few seconds there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's not hard to uh, it's not hard to control that thing and have an accurate scoring ribbon across the top. So that's a little bit frustrating that you don't really know what the time is when you're watching the game. Yeah, and then uh, a couple of the guys have had some. Pretty some pretty cheesy lines going into the games, and and talking you know in their observations of the game and stuff like that. There's been some pretty cheesy stuff thrown out there. That you know, if you're sitting around with your buddies, you and I talking on the podcast here, you can it's a okay to say it, right? But yeah, yeah. On a national tele televised or whatever you want to call it feed, you know, you you want to hold a little bit more professionalism, in my opinion. Oh, geez. Pull the stick out of your butt there, Andrew. Calm uh-huh. down. Jeez. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Hey, listen, um, th- this this thing was put on by Hockey TV. It's Maryville University's Hockey Network, and they're broadcasting it through Hockey TV. Yeah. Um, there have been some games, apparently, where if you're, if you're lucky enough, the Maryville guys have not turned off the YouTube feed, so you can actually watch the live feed on, the, on Maryville's hockey uh, YouTube channel. As nice. opposed to through the hockey TV channel, and it's that score bug that you're talking about—the uh, thing up at the top of the uh, of the thing—that's a hockey TV thing that has nothing to do with uh, the Maryville guys. Yeah. Um, now I don't know who's running it, uh, but it is kind of annoying. And I've just—I've—you're I've, right. It it runs when it shouldn't. It it doesn't when it should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's never it's never accurate. I just don't yeah, pay attention to it. Yeah, I don't. I, I just wait for the camera to pan down to the scoreboard. There you go. Catch a glimpse of it. You know, people. I, I've been getting a lot of. Uh, I shouldn't say a lot. I've been getting a few texts from from some people that are saying, "Oh, this is really great stuff, hockey TV." And you know what? Yes, because we're actually getting to watch hockey, right? Yeah, and, and yeah, for the most part, it's been pretty good, right? It's been pretty good. But let's also just call a spade a spade. This is one camera, center ice. It's not what we've had in the past for ACHA Nationals. There's no instant replays. There's no multi-camera angles. This is somewhere between the live barn camera and what we've had in the past. (laughs) So, you know, it's good, but let's not trip over ourselves trying to pat hockey TV on the back. Yeah, no, it's, you know, it could, they could use some cameras down by the goals. So, cause it is hard to see some of the goals that are, you know, they're digging trash out from around the net and they score. Those are hard to see. Right. And there have been some games earlier today and yesterday, especially, um, where they were, where there were some, where there was some question about, uh, uh, whether a goal had been scored. In fact, I know during the Minot Calvin game, a, a goal got disallowed for Minot and earlier today during the Minot Lindenwood game, a goal got disallowed. 
and the the officials I'm not bagging on the officials I'm just going to say it they were out of position yeah um they had they been on the goal line had they been behind the net or anywhere near the net they would have seen the puck whether the puck went in or out and uh, they didn't and in years past we could always rely on uh, some some cameras that were positioned behind the net to actually yep. see whether or not the puck went in and we don't have that this year and it's I, I realized I mean this is you know this is third what do they call this third world problems <laughs> yeah, this, yeah you know I mean I'm grateful that we have a, that we have a broadcast don't get me wrong okay uh, but it, it's not the same broadcast we've had in years past yeah, a little a little bit of production goes a long way on a on a situation like this, right? I really feel for the guys that are broadcasting the games because yeah, they're they're I mean, they're trying. They're not hockey yeah. guys. We're not yeah, hockey guys, but they're not No, we're not hockey guys, but they're hey, they're putting their best foot forward, that's for sure. They're, they're doing the best. They're someone has saddled them with some super 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 long reads or for, you know, to promote ACHA sponsors and whole, whoever wrote that copy didn't time it or didn't write it to be done in 15 20 second blips i mean there's one there's there's one for usa hockey that they oh, read man. that lasts like oh. three minutes long oh we we watched it on uh friday morning the uh they were sitting there thinking usa hockey and the play had already been going on for 30 45 seconds yeah, right? yeah i mean i felt for the guys and i was like yeah i was like holy smokes fellas i mean cut 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 those reads down a little bit i mean uh, to, to fit into your snippet, but hey, to, yep. you know, to their credit, they're plowing through. Um, they're, they've, they've popped off with some, with some sayings and maybe this is what you're talking about, I guess. Uh, like during the first game, the Indiana tech Jamestown game, one of the announcers was calling them I tech the whole time. Yeah. And, oh, they just, it's, you know, I guess that's okay once or twice. Yeah, um, but nobody calls Indiana tech I tech. Um, except for people that don't know Indiana Tech, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, iTech to me sounds like a Coleco game or one of those you know football games that's uh, that used to hold in your hand, and it was a it was a dash that you had to run. What, what do they call yeah. those things? Like Tecmo Bowl or something like Tecmo that. Tecmo Bowl, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. That, all and, the teams, all well, the teams, they deserve to be here and they deserve the proper recognition, right? Yeah, well, and it's just you know, I, I hear it. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I've heard the word howitzer. So-and-so with a howitzer. And, you know, it's yes. it's like a little weak shot. You know, it looks like it's more than it is, but it's just a weak shot. And, and I swear to God, Andrew, if I hear the words walk the line, so-and-so walks the line. <laughs> oh, there are guys that are skating the puck into the zone, into into the circles, and they're saying, oh, Andrew walks the line. There are guys that are, you know, just holding their position and, you know, dumping the puck in. Oh, so-and-so walks the line. And I'm like, every time a defenseman yeah. gets the puck, he's walking the line. And I'm like, he's if he walks the line when he actually walks the line. Yeah, when he goes, when he skates parallel with the blue line and he's right there straddled on it, he's yeah. walking the line at that point. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you see him doing it, that's when you say it. But I guess they've landed on a... Uh, on a couple of little hot hot button keywords, and they're they're going to kill it to death. Yep, they're going to go with it. The other thing that just this is this goes all over me. I shouldn't say it goes all over me. It's just in a, something that needles me, and it's and it's my peccadillo, not theirs. But I swear, every kid on every other team that's from St. Louis 
is the only guy on that team. <laughs> yes. There's a kid, there's a defenseman on Minot State, Paul O'Connor, who's from St. Louis. And I swear to God, there's, you know, the other 24 guys on the team don't really matter. Because yeah, whenever, him. yeah, it's all Paul O'Connor from St. Louis or whatever high school he's from or this or that and the other thing. Um, there was another kid from, uh, uh, gee, I think it was Indiana Tech, who was from uh, St. Louis. All the other guys don't matter because this is the one kid from St. Louis. And you're like, oh, I get it. They're in St. Louis. They got to have a connection. But, yeah. Uh, but move, move along. Move along. Move along. Yeah. Right? And, th- and then the one thing that, that uh, just, I, I realized they got to fill a lot of time. So I'm, this is not me bagging on them because they're doing a great job yeah, with, with what it, they yeah. have. Okay. With what they got. Yeah. But I mean, call a spade a spade. When, when you're down seven to one, don't sit there during your intermission analysis and go, well, it's anybody's game. Yeah, it's not anybody's game. No, they're down seven to one, getting hammered. <laughs> yeah. Say it. They're they're just finishing out that third period or and getting out of there. Yeah, they just want to win the period, have a little bit of pride, go out on a good note, and yeah. get on the bus and go home. <laughs> yeah, they they know they're defeated at that point. Oh, jeez, Andrew. Let, okay, let's. I don't want to rag on the uh, on the Maryville things, um, or at least the the announcers, because they're they're doing the best they can with yeah um, with what they have yeah with the tools given they're doing the, the best they can you know in in the, in fact the minot broadcasters were bagging on the uh um were bagging on the maryville broadcasters today on twitter and you know they had a little bit of a not a war or something but uh you know they just went back and forth a little bit and the mine you know i i just thought instead of bringing each other down we ought to raise each other up or try to yeah and, um, you know, yet here I am, you and me, we're ragging on them a little bit, but, but serious, um, you know, we don't need broadcasters fighting with one another. We, they need to be supportive. And, uh, you know, the Minot guys were, you know, not, not very appreciative of what the Maryville guys were doing. And I thought, well, it sure beats the alternative. We could have a whole lot of nothing yep. to be yeah, watching. A whole lot of silence. Yep. So, Hey, uh, two other things for me on the broadcast and they don't have anything to do with the Maryville guys. There's there's one commercial that we see all the time, and it's such a sad commercial. That commercial for the Baron Rings, where it's that old man who's sitting all in his house all alone, and then he goes and he grabs the ring, and you know it's like the 1973 National Football Championship, and he goes to read it, or he goes to sit down in his nice oaken wood chair and whatever. I just thought, what a sad commercial that is, that the guy... You know, this guy's just, his life is sitting looking at that ring from 43 years ago. <laughs> I just thought, you know, Baron, this is not a knock on Baron. They do a great job and they're excellent rings. Um, and they, they, they're, they're great sponsors of the ACHA, but boy, what I just look at that and I feel, I, I feel, I end up feeling for the poor guy, the old man. You're like, it he needs a friend. It doesn't play well, does it? No, he, I'm like, he needs a friend. Come on. <laughs> I mean. I get it that his friend is that ring. It's the one thing keeping him alive. But by God, you want to go over and give the guy a hug. <laughs> you know, like, dude, here's some lasagna. You know, let's sit down yeah. and talk. Let's watch Seinfeld yeah, let's or something. To, yeah, let's talk this out for a minute. Yeah, turn a light on and, come, you know, it's it's not so bad. Hey, the other thing is, the, one of the sponsors, it's for this, what's it, Miniature Market? Miniature market. Oh, the bringing du- everybody together, bringing everybody together, board games and dungeon and dragons and dodecahedrons and whatnot. There, oh, you, you, you can tell, 
you can tell there's there's one of those one of those broadcasters um i don't know his he, name but there's he, one he who's runs the miniature market yes he does i mean he, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't need to look at the text to read it or to tell you where the no, stores he are he's been there rolls off his tongue now he may be the owner and that's great but holy smokes, those Dungeons and Dragons commercials! I'm just sitting there going, hmm. yeah, "Good, it's good stuff, isn't it?" I, I enjoy the Eric Carlson Warrior commercial that they that they run all the time. Andrew, there's one. We're gonna have to watch it. I, I forget who the sponsor is, but it has it comes from like Pedagog Arena or something, and it's a Zamboni going across the ice. Yeah. And Andrew, it's an enclosed Zamboni. They have like a little cab on the Zamboni uh, where the Zamboni driver sits. Uh, give me, give me, give me a few dollars, and uh, I can and I can get some wood, and I can enclose ours if that's what you want to see. I, I just thought that was high class right there. It's like a little, po- <laughs> it's like a, a, a Pope mobile on a Zamboni. That's just because that guy's not man enough to ride around out in the cold and, and do it like the rest of us. <laughs> Maybe he's got his radio blasting on the inside of the cab. There. Yeah, yeah, he's not man enough to get in the elements like the rest of us. But uh, the USA hockey ads are pretty good. Um, you know, I used to really like Pam from The Office, and yep. and I still think she's good looking. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, I I I don't know if I'm going to travel to St. Louis anytime soon. No. Um, even though St. Louis is always open or whatever it is, her, her little tagline is. I, I will admit, though, I'm, this is going to show how I'm nerdy. Uh, the art museum advertisement that she does, I'm like, hmm, maybe I'll go there. If I go there, that's where I'll go, <laughs> to the art museum. There you go. So I'm, uh, yeah, but we're, we're looking forward to the games tomorrow. Uh, we'll probably do a podcast wrapping everything up here on Wednesday. Yep. Um, anything else that uh, stands out to you, Andrew? No, I think we uh, I think we beat everybody up enough there. Yeah, I think the uh, I'm I'm a little surprised that there's not any food commercials, and that oh. shows you where my mind is. Right? I would think <laughs> yeah. when I think of St. Louis, I think of flat pizza. I think of Emo's Pizza, or maybe it's Imo's, IMO, whatever it is. I call it Emo's. Um, I'm surprised there's not a pizza. There's not a, 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 a St. Louis food ad that we're seeing yeah. all the time, but whatever. Something that they're doing that I think is great is they're for all the teams that are playing. They're showing advertisements from their schools. Yeah, I did see that. That is pretty nice. That's very the, nice. Uh, yeah, it kind of puts a face to a name on some of these some of these places, right? It proved to me that Davenport is nothing more than an office building. That no, you, yeah. nothing. Yep, but you're Mc, you're right. McKendry has a very nice campus. You know, Calvin has a very nice campus. Yep, yeah. Calvin had a nice one. Uh, Canisius, they have a nice little campus up Canisius there. Canisius so. had a nice little campus. Um, Liberty obviously puts an awful lot of money into their uh, into their commercials and recruiting, and uh, that that was pretty sweet. Indiana Tech, I thought was uh, was pretty good, uh, not bad. And I thought to be even though they didn't focus on Ames, Iowa, because I mean Ames is nothing more right. than cement and snow. Um, <laughs> I thought Iowa State's uh, advertisement was pretty good. It was graphically, it was it was very interesting. Um, but uh, so so I've been, I've enjoyed that little aspect of it too, seeing some of the different campuses. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think that was a pretty cool little wrinkle they put in there. Yeah, so uh, so props to them for uh, for doing that. And uh, again, props to them for for you know even though I'm, we're we're needling them and we're giving them grief, um, you know, props for for. I mean, it's a long slog. Four games in four days for three or four days straight is a long that's a, slog. 
that is a lot of work right there. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, sometimes it's just tough sitting watching four games in four days on your stupid oh. computer, let alone being oh. at the rink. Oh, you remember how tired we were, like in Frisco? Oh. You'd be there for four games, and by, you know, 11 o'clock at night, you're just dragging, and all you've done is sit in the suite and watch games, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, and then and then you got to get up and do it all over again tomorrow morning. Oh, man. So, uh, so, so I have to call four games and, and really your team got beat out of it. So you're having to call games from other teams that you don't really know that much about them. What a, what a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're doing a good job. Props to John Hogan and his Maryville university folks for, uh, for putting the event on. I know that Jeff Crenshaw is, uh, handling the technical side of things in terms of dealing with the hockey TV and the broadcast. And he's, you know, it's, it's, it's a. It's a uh, no win. It's a thankless position, and yeah. so uh, you know, props to to Jeff for for putting up with that because you're no one's going to ever you know give you an attaboy or anything. All you're going to catch is slings and arrows. No, yes, and that's all he's caught. I mean, I've seen it on Twitter. People are you know complaining about the feed being down. Well, what do you want us to do? I mean, not a whole lot we can do. And Jeff is doing the best he can, and. Uh, so it was, uh, so prop, props to those guys. We're, we're having fun. We're, we're needling them a little bit, but, uh, for the most part, it's, uh, it's, uh, they're, they're doing a very, very good job. This yeah. is a pandemic kind of a season and it's a different kind of a broadcast and they're doing the best that they can and we appreciate yeah. them doing it. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been good. You know, I've, yesterday I was doing yard work and I, I had the game on my TV with my my earbuds in listening to stuff you yeah. know it's sitting around the house today you know turn it on a little bit here a little bit there catch up with what's going on and you know it's been it's been nice to, to be able to just jump on the phone and do that so I'm, yeah. I'm telling you what i'm going to do for the next three games i'm going to count every time they say walk the line <laughs> and, and howitzer <laughs> every every time i there used to be a broadcaster here in oklahoma city uh who would uh um, and you know him very well. Um, he would always say mighty good. And I, yep. and I, on this cheesy little website that I used to have, I had the mighty good O-meter and, uh, <laughs> I counted it up every time he said mighty good, mighty good. You know, he would always wind up his conversations. Mighty good. All right, Andrew, mighty good. And that's why I would wind, I would count him up and wind him up. And he, he, once he realized there was a mighty good O-meter, he quit saying it <laughs> or, or he, he, he limited, he couldn't help himself at times, but, uh, Anyways, uh, we're going to have the walk the line o meter for the for the semifinals and the final. We'll see how many there, times these guys uh, ring it up. So, uh, care to make any predictions? Adrian, Indiana Tech, Liberty, Minot State. I am taking now. I am taking Adrian Minot in the finals. Really? I mean, it's looking like it's going to be an Adrian Liberty. I mean, those two offenses are just on fire. So it's looking like an Adrian Liberty matchup. Um, yeah, I'll go Adrian Liberty with. Uh, so you got Adrian Minot. Who are you taking in the final? Then, you know, I'm still I'm still sticking with Adrian for my yeah. for my winner. Yeah, I'll, I'll, this could be Liberty's year, but I'm going to go with Adrian as well. Uh, so I've got Adrian Liberty. You've got Adrian Minot. We both have Adrian. Yeah. Let's uh, Adrian. tune in. Yeah, let's tune in tomorrow and watch the games. Three thirty after in the afternoon uh, on Monday. Adrian in Indiana Tech, number one versus number seven. 7 o'clock on Monday night. It's uh, number 4 versus number 6, Liberty Minot. 
We appreciate you, everybody, everybody listening to the uh, WCHL podcast, to this emergency edition. Thanks for putting up with us. Uh, follow the ACHA on Twitter. It's ACHA Men's D1, ACHA M-E-N-S D1. The guy who runs it or who's running it now is a real smartass. I'm telling you what. <laughs> yeah. He's not yeah. making any friends. Yeah, a real snark extraordinaire, right? Yeah, I mean, watch out. Uh, he, he even has a terrible suboptimal podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. But because uh, that would be me. So yeah. I, I'm probably going to get fired from that job. Um, That's okay. It's, it's That's okay. okay. It's, yep. you know, you know, I really thought. I really thought Friday and the first part of Saturday morning were were the better reads on Twitter. It's kind of gotten <laughs> it's kind of gotten a little boring now, but you know oh, it is what it is. Oh, listen to you! <laughs> it is what it is. I figure yeah. if they I figure if they fire me, they're gonna they've they've gotten what they paid for. So what the heck, right? What have I got yeah. to lose? I, I if yeah. I can't have a little fun, then what good is it? I I expected I expected a little more today, but you know it. Mon- mundane game details, you know, whatever. There was some poor guy that was complaining. <laughs> he he pulled a, he pulled an Andrew. He was complaining about the score bug, and uh, and so I just put up a, a funky little uh, uh, GIF or a GIF of a clock going wild with the hands going everywhere, right? And he said, yeah. "All right, well, I thought you'd want to be serious, and you know." <laughs> and so I, I I put something up there for from uh, to my hockey TV. I said, "Hey, can you help this poor guy out?" And he says, well, you know, and while you're at it, you know, fix the video. It's been crap all, all weekend long. And <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just put up Dr. Evil from Austin Powers. And I said, do you need a hug? <laughs> you know, and, the, and, then, and then he said, man, I, I figured you'd want to. He said something like, I figured you'd want to, you know, promote the thing instead of being a smart aleck. And, and so I <laughs> they put don't up, know us very well, do they? <laughs> no, no, no. He doesn't know me because I, I put up a thing that just said, man, you're angry. <laughs> so I was yeah. having fun. Anyways, um, uh, enjoy you, enjoy the games. Um, yeah. I'm sorry for the Twitter, uh, but hey, I, I'm enjoying hey. it. It just at about the time that you think we would take something serious, we go and throw throw something like that at him, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally, I figure if I can't have any fun with this, what yeah. good am I? Yeah, what am I doing? Here? What am I doing? I mean, literally, they're not paying me for this, so I mean, I'm I'm going to entertain myself somehow, some way. <laughs> Jeez. All righty, Andrew. Let's uh, let's say the magic words. Everybody, have a great Monday. We hope you look forward to watching two great hockey games. We will catch you on the bus tonight.